Hello and welcome to this week's Female Flow podcast with me, your host, Jessie Bright. This week we're talking all about PMS and some natural solutions to support that kind of monthly misery and roller coaster. And if you're a woman, you've probably either experienced PMS, so premenstrual syndrome, or know someone close to you that suffers from it. And it's thought that around half of women still menstruating will suffer will suffer with some kind of symptom during their cycle, whether that's mood issues, bloating, cravings, fatigue and depression. But something I say a lot is that just because it's common doesn't mean that it's normal and doesn't mean that you have to put up with it, particularly if it's impacting negatively on your life. So here is my lowdown on PMS and how you can regain control. First of all, let's start with the kind of common PMS symptoms and there's over 30 symptoms, so it can vary and look different for for, for um, each and every woman. But some of the most kind of common ones are acne or breakouts, tender breasts, fatigue, water retention, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, nausea, headaches or migraines, backache, cravings, mood swings, brain fog, anxiety and depression. So kind of a really broad sweeping um impact in terms of symptoms and it just goes to show how much our hormones impact our whole body and how it functions and when these symptoms are severe then you may be diagnosed with PMDD so premenstrual dysphoric disorder so when does it happen why why does PMS occur so women can suffer from PMS at any time from kind of puberty up until their kind of that final menopause um, stage. So it's particularly common during that perimenopausal stage. So as you're kind of heading into the menopause, when it can reappear with, with quite a vengeance. Most PMS symptoms strike up to two weeks before your period, often within that kind of that week before your period and they often disappear once our period starts so what are the causes of pms there are um, a few and it's not just about our female hormones there are kind of multiple factors that can contribute so first of all let's take kind of estrogen progesterone imbalance so with estrogen and progesterone there should be a nice ratio um, when hormones are imbalanced now they they each fluctuate throughout our cycle um, which gives us uh, different um, changes in our mood, in our energy levels, in our appetite, and they naturally do fluctuate. But when these aren't in balance as they should be during that fluctuation, this can kind of vary and imbalance um, kind of either of those two hormones and, and, and lead to PMS symptoms, especially those things like cramping, bloating, breast tenderness, and mood swings. Often it's whether we've not got enough progesterone to buffer the estrogen or we've got um, excess or higher levels of estrogen because of things like endocrine disrupting chemicals that are impacting and raising our um, estrogen levels or things like gut um, issues because there's certain um, microbes in our gut that can um, allow estrogen to recirculate when it was kind of heading off to be excreted and detoxified. So that's one um, one kind of cause, that estrogen progesterone imbalance. Another one is a sluggish liver. So when our liver is kind of backed up, whether that's with 
again with chemicals from our um, environment, from our food, from our household um, products and cosmetics, toxins, medications, particularly kind of those pain medications. If we're suffering really painful periods, then kind of those um, non-steroidal um, anti-inflammatories or paracetamol can really um, impact um, the liver. Also, again, if, if we're not um, being able to clear um, and, and pass a stool daily, then that's impacting how our liver functions as well. And that can impact how our hormones are detoxified and eliminated, which then further upsets that kind of delicate balance of estrogen and progesterone. Thirdly is blood sugar imbalance. So if um, the diet is high in sugar or those refined kind of white fluffy carbohydrates, your blood sugar levels might be out of balance and riding on that um, blood sugar roller coaster that we have spoken about previously. So you may have too much insulin running around, which can be inflammatory in, in higher levels. And um, that, that then has a knock on impact and increases our estrogen levels as well. Fourthly, nutri nutrient deficiencies. So many nutrients are needed for our monthly cycle and to allow it to run smoothly. We need to be ensuring that we're taking in those nutrients from our diet. So when your diet is lacking um, or you're kind of stressed out particularly, you can easily become deficient. So the key nutrients I see um, in deficiencies are magnesium, zinc, B vitamins, iron, folate, vitamin D. All are easy to get tested um, and I'm more than happy to, if you want to reach out, we can, we can chat about that further. Um, but these are often lacking either because they're not in the diet or there's impacts with gut issues, which meaning that we're not being able to absorb them properly. And if we can sort the gut issues out, then the nutrient levels will be able to be restored. Um, also, if we're stressed, we do deplete certain high levels of kind of certain nutrients like magnesium and vitamin C get used up very, very quickly, which means then we don't have them as the building blocks for our hormones. Another um, cause is low serotonin. So we need serotonin to boost our mood, reduce cravings, manage pain. So all of those kind of really key symptoms of PMS. And if we're spending a lot of time outdoors, um, not outdoors, indoors, if you're not spending enough time outdoors, you're nutrient deficient or you have digestive issues, you may be low in serotonin. Serotonin is also um, made and, and, and produced in our gut while a large proportion of it is so again if you're having kind of gut issues whether they're not necessarily gut symptoms but your microbiome is negatively impacted then so too can serotonin production stress which i touched on um just now but too much cortisol actually suppresses our sex hormones and messes with those brain neurotransmitters as well including serotonin so that can really mess with your cycle because if in theory if you think kind of down to like flight fight and flight mode if we're in a stressful situation why in theory would we need to be kind of procreating and being able to have um carry a, a child and get pregnant so often in high stressful situations or if we've kind of got low grade ongoing stress that can suppress our hormone production because it's our body's way of of protecting us and, and keeping us safe not great though if you're having hormone issues and you really do want that kind of regular balance cycle um, particularly you know with with fertility gut disorders i've touched on this multiple times already but many of your hormones are regulated in your gut so if your gut isn't happy then absolutely your hormones won't be happy either
and also weight can contribute so if you're overweight or obese this can um, increase your chances of suffering PMS but also if you're underweight then you're more at risk of kind of missing periods or amenorrhea so um but again that looks different weight looks different on everyone there's certainly nothing no kind of set thing to ascribe to um and it's it's about working with what's going on um and supporting that appropriately so natural solutions to pms top one is eating hormone friendly foods so those are those real whole foods healthy fats good quality proteins, low GL carbs, so low glycemic um, load carbs, so the ones that aren't going to spike our blood sugar levels, plenty of vegetables to balance those blood sugar levels and our insulin response. If this is kind of too hard or not accessible for you, then my top tip is to make a daily smoothie. And so that's with a good quality protein source, um, whether that's nuts and seeds or some an almond butter or avocado um, or hemp seeds or s- some great source of protein um, some leafy greens in there because they're really great at helping support hormone clearance um, as well as some seeds or, or incorporating seed cycling into the smoothie as well and, and um, that will be coming out in, in a podcast soon in terms of seed cycling so I really don't normally advocate for snacking. And if you, um, there is a, a podcast on blood sugar balancing. So click on that one if you want to know a little bit more in terms of how to regulate blood sugar levels and why snacking might not be great. Um, I also do cover that in our, in the top 10 uh, nutrition myths. If you want to know a little bit more, um, go and listen to that episode. So whilst I don't normally advocate for snacking, uh, the week running up to your period, you may feel more hungry or need that kind of energy boost. Um, and this is normal and natural. And, you know, our energy levels and mood do fluctuate throughout our cycle. It's when they're kind of severe or having an impact on life, on our, our, our social life, our um, mood, um, that we then want to kind of investigate more what's going on. But certainly... Um, understanding how our mood and energy levels change throughout the cycle then there is an episode on um the seasons of our cycle so delve into that one and then that will give you a little bit more information in terms of how things fluctuate throughout our cycle normally and naturally um so if you are feeling a little bit more hungry or you need a boost um snacking on some nuts or seeds hummus and oat cakes or um say hummus and um carrot sticks carrot contain a really really great fiber that helps with estrogen clearance so i absolutely advocate raw carrots um daily um with hummus or say an apple with almond butter so you're incorporating that kind of healthy protein and fat with a with a carbohydrate too to really keep those energy levels and blood sugar levels stable try um Another great way is, is try cycle syncing throughout the month. So eating, exercising and planning your activities according to those four phases of your cycle. So that's menstruation, follicular phase, ovulation and the luteal phase. And I delve into that more in the cycle syncing episode. So go check that out. Again, supporting our liver because like we mentioned before, a contribution to a contributor to PMS is a sluggish liver. So really supporting our liver and that's not about going on some crazy detox because that's not going to help. Um, but it's things like reducing caffeine, alcohol, processed foods, sugar, especially in that week leading up to um, 
or before your period is due might really help to impact and, and help reduce those PMS symptoms. Drinking plenty of water to make sure we're hydrated and everything is circulating well, but also we're kind of flushing out everything that needs to be, including lots of cruciferous vegetables. So that's things like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, kale, chard, rocket, watercress, Brussels sprouts, pak choy, um, spinach, so many great ones um, can help our liver carry out its natural processes and excess, um, and detoxify um, excess estrogen so it's not impacting and contributing or exacerbating our symptoms. Stress management because cortisol has such an, a big impact on hormone regulation so really switching that fight or flight response um, off or shifting it into a kind of more rest and digest mode every day ideally if we've got 10 minutes then fab and there is that saying that goes if you haven't got um if you're struggling for even five minutes then then take half an hour because it's so so important and if you're struggling for for time and and then potentially you're needing it even more because of those heightened stress levels so things like mindfulness now however that looks like for you that could be reading that could be singing that could be sitting down meditating that could be gardening um, but also some relaxation so whether that's yoga going for a walk in nature epsom salt baths i absolutely love them a couple of times a week great source of magnesium to help with that energy levels to help with restful sleep but also helping support that hormone regulation as well reading music laughter Singing from the top of our lungs when we're driving home from work can really help shift that fight and flight response. Increasing serotonin, thus melatonin, because serotonin gets converted into melatonin to help us sleep. So maintaining a really good daily circadian rhythm. So that's getting daylight in every day because that's how our serotonin is stimulated. So getting that daylight in first thing in the morning, not just through um, a window, but so often we kind of go wake up and then go through to art and continue with artificial lights throughout the rest of the day. So 10, 20 minutes of natural daylight, so whether that's your morning walk, you're going for a dog walk, you're sitting outside if the weather's um, nice or warm enough with a cup of tea or just sitting by an open window can really, really make a massive difference and help to reset that circadian rhythm for the rest of the day and mean we have a much more restful night's sleep as well making sure our body gets the message to kind of make our melatonin which is that key sleep hormone um so that's things like not going to bed too late ideally before 11 p.m making sure our room's dark avoiding kind of gadgets screens anything blue light um emitting will help will mean that our melatonin production is shut down and we therefore might struggle to get to sleep or have restful sleep And ideally avoiding screens two hours before bed. Supporting your gut. So remember to chew your food. Digestion starts in our mouth. So really chewing our food. Ideally 15 to 20 times um, a mouthful. Including probiotic foods. So that's live yogurt, kefir, kombucha, sauerkraut. Really diversifying your veggies. So eating a rainbow of colour. The more the merrier to keep our gut happy. Because those gut bugs really need variety of fibre. Um, and like I've touched on multiple times. Our gut health is so, so important for how our hormones are, are regulated. And achieving hormonal um, balance. So 
if this is something that you're struggling with and your gut isn't happy, working with a practitioner can really help to identify the root cause of your issues. And I'm more than happy to chat through that with you further. So do just drop me a message and we can jump on a call and, and have a chat. So what about supplements? Now, certain supplements can help give our hormones um, that's extra support that's needed. But when it comes to supplements, there's such a variety in terms of quality and we need to be making sure that we're taking the, the right forms at the right doses and that it's actually beneficial for our current situation. So with magnesium, you know, with it, as I mentioned, with an Epsom salt bath or it's in leafy greens and cruciferous vegetables, nuts and seeds, there are several different types of, um, of magnesium, whether that's citrate, um, taurate, bisglycinate, um, or some of the more kind of harsher ones like magnesium oxide, they can kind of um, impact our, our gut health or certainly impact and increase kind of constipation and those kind of things. So we really want to be making sure that if we're taking a supplement, it's right for us. So don't waste your money on something that's really not going to be of benefit. So whether that's a really good quality multivitamin, ensure we've got all those active B vitamins in there and ideally folate rather than folic acid, vitamin d um maybe some uh adaptogens for some adrenal support some omega-3s so we've got the epa dha and gla for inflammation and pain and also supporting kind of mood and brain function but if you would like to know more then please 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 do reach out because i can't stress how important it is to make sure that you're taking a good quality supplement rather than just wasting your money on something um off a shop shelf that's really not beneficial for you or contains lots of binders fillers and additives that are potentially then having more of a negative impact on our blood sugar levels and also our gut health as well so those are my top tips um a little bit deeper dive into pms and how we can support it if you need any help want to discuss anything further then by all means drop me an email at info at naturallybrightnutrition.co.uk or um I'll post the link if you want to book in a free 30 minute call just to chat a little bit further I would absolutely love to jump on a call with you so hopefully that helped and I look forward to speaking to you soon